Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's happening, guys? Welcome to a very special edition of Born Offside. It's a midweek special, and we've got a returning guest, Nick Stav joins us on the couch. No stranger to it. He feels like you're part of the family. Yeah, now. the couch is warm for me. The it, couch was, it was waiting for me to return. Exactly. It's about time. You've got to come back. And you also got to make your name back because last time we played yeah. a bit of FIFA on this show, you got dusted by myself yeah. and Olan. So this is your chance to make a name yeah. back, but it's going to be tough. He's coming up against a man, Jake Buckley, known as Master Bucks for his 730 billion thousand subscribers I'll on youtube that. yeah 730k that. though that is a massive yeah, following man it's not bad no thank you so much man like uh no it's a little colder on this desk but you make, give me a warm reception so i'm happy to be here boys yeah. no nah, it's great to have you man i actually appeared on your podcast not too long ago box to box as well yeah. congratulations on that how's that going no nah, thank you so much man yeah no we've been going for about two and a bit months now i would yeah. say yeah uh you know we've been having a great time with that unfortunately tiktok's been a little bit unkind to us because oh, we, really? we, we went down like a week or two ago which oh. kind of oh. it's kind of sucks because I, I will be honest there was uh like we uploaded a couple of clips from obviously our podcast yeah I gotta be honest. Have you seen? Did you see any of those? Did you see the reception of any one of those TikToks in particular? Was in comments? Maybe I don't spend a long time. In okay, comments, good. To be honest, to be all honest right. with you, all right. Because no, no. we got, well, we'll only touch on this super quickly. But I like, got smashed. Oh, uh, look, there was one. Do you remember about how you were given the you were given the scoop about shock? Eh? Uh, about so, Erling Haaland? About yeah. Erling? Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. the scoop about Erling Haaland. Like yeah. I've heard from people inside the Man City Football Group, but yeah. people don't know that you are the man in the know. So no one bat like I didn't bat an eye. Yeah. If these people knew that someone involved in Australian football, as in these two I see, is from City Football Group, looks yeah. after Melbourne City, and mm. is here very often, then they would probably understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, but anyway, what do I? <laughs> nah, unfortunately, people are like, who's this bloke who thinks he knows it? Oh, I'll tell Pep Guardiola that he's about to lose Erling Haaland. <laughs> but people don't know, mate. You're, you're the Watch, man mate. Uh, Watch Erling Haaland. We well, see uh, Alvarez got his new contract. Yeah. yeah. So that's already part one of the I've heard so much about that. Like, he is like destined for Real Madrid post 2024. Like, I've mm. heard that from so many, like. Haaland? Or Haaland. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It'll just, happen. It'll happen. Uh, Haaland isn't like, he will outgrow Man City in like a couple years. Yeah, like, you can see it happening. Probably. He's a mercenary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what? That's why I don't really read. Sorry, I didn't come on here trying to slag I'm, I'm used to it. I'm I was used just, to it. I was just like, I don't know. I hope he didn't see that, to be honest with you. It, was, it wasn't that bad. I, I maybe I'm selling it, but to be fair, yeah. TikTok's down anyway at the moment, so yeah. it's not like anyone's seen it anyway. Oh, I've read far worse, and I encourage much more of that to come my way as well, guys, if you no, feel no. like it. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the pod, following these two as well to keep up with all their escapades. They're absolutely everywhere. Stav, I don't know, is, is, it, is it? can we share the news of where uh, you're going to go soon, or is that is that top secret? Can we at least tease that you're going yeah, somewhere? Yeah, tease it. Tease it. Okay, tease Stav's it. going somewhere on an unbelievable football experience. That's all I'm going to say. So if you're not following yeah. Nick Stav, make sure you do follow him because it's sick. You also went to the Socceroos game. Which yeah, was it was. Nine. How yeah. was that? It was great. It was, it was good to see the boys like post the World Cup because yeah. we haven't seen them post that. Like, and like they helped me a lot during the World Cup as yeah. well. Like, I was posting a lot about them and just yeah. to see them out there again. Yeah. Almost to pay back what yeah. they gave to our country during that time. Oh, so. yeah. And then when they won the game as well, which yeah. was great as well. We know they then played in Melbourne on Tuesday night, but in yeah. Sydney, that crowd was a little bit disappointing for you. Did you expect I would, better? I would have liked more. Do you, but that's the thing that happens so much time. Like yeah. I heard this pe- people talking about it. He's like, Socceroo is brilliant. Mm. Then like, I remember we had the Melbourne Derby straight after. Yeah. And then like that didn't pack out. Then we had all the drama that happened with yeah. that as well. That kind of mm. hurt it. But it always happens in the sense that like, 
oh, Socceroos playing World Cup time, let's get around it. Yeah. Say the Socceroos failed during the World Cup, mm. then it would have been the whole, oh, Australian football, it's shit in Australia, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But then because we're winning, oh, we have to get around yeah, it. Like, that, yeah, that's yeah, the thing yeah. that kind of kills me a bit. The thing I did like, though, was that the game, I noticed a lot of young people were at the game. Yeah, It was more, it was mainly youth. And like, yeah. that's what you want to see, especially at Australian football games. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And sometimes I feel like, Jake, you're from Adelaide. Does Adelaide get yeah. left out of these big events sometimes? Uh, look, yeah. Look, look we've got the Women's World Cup coming up. And yeah, I, yeah. I have had a bit of a look at like who we're exactly going to get. And yeah. it's not like the, the Matildas are going to be playing in Adelaide. I don't yeah. think we're getting like the USA or mm. I think maybe England maybe might okay. be playing yeah. again. But to be fair, don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to be fair, yeah, actually, I'm pretty confident the last time, and again, don't quote me on this either, <laughs> the last time the Socceroos played in Adelaide would have been a couple of years, like pre-pandemic, and it would have been like Tajikistan or something oh, like that. So really, we're really know? getting the big games yeah. here in <laughs> South Australia. Which, and to be fair, I, I, was, I flew into Sydney on Saturday, and mm. to be fair, I had terrible planning. I was literally in Parramatta on Saturday. Oh, so if just, I just went a day before, yeah, I could have gone to the game. Sweet, and, yeah. yeah, And it was a great game too. I was yeah, really was. surprised by how tense it was for yeah. uh, th for a friendly. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And we're quite offensive as well, which is good to see under Arnie, a couple of debuts too. Mm. You know what though? Every time I do think about Adelaide and I don't want to go too much negativity Australian football, but we know yeah. about the finals being moved to Sydney and how much... Yeah. Yeah. You guys had one of the best A-League finals. Yeah. I remember that one. Western Sydney yeah. Wanderers taking on Adelaide United. It was a great crowd yeah. down at Adelaide Oval. It was a good game. Yeah. So get more football down Adelaide. We'd I know, man. I was, I was at that game and you I got to tell you, it was just... It was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I was just standing on the hill. Yeah. Uh, the... I don't know how famous the Adelaide Hill is, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, no, it was a, it was obviously an interesting atmosphere for a football game because mm. you know it's a it's obviously like more of an AFL designed stadium, yeah. so it's a little bit farther away. It's yeah. not like the sort of tight knit game that you get at say like Cooper's or Highmarsh or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. when it was packed out like that, yeah. the every goal was just you know SIS, C Senor C, just. Bruce Kamau days. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Kamau, Pablo yeah. Sanchez. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, oh, I think Owen Mabil was... Mabil, yeah. Yeah, was yeah. still in the team. Yeah, yeah. scored on the on the weekend. There you so go. He was a cracker as well. You know, I talked to Mitch Austin as mm. well. Mm. And he, I asked him, hardest place to play yeah. in the A-League. He said Coopers. Coopers. Coopers yeah. probably the best A-League stadium. Yeah. I, I would like to think so, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I know that obviously... I. Again, if I had time, if I came earlier, I would have gone to Combank. But yeah. Yeah. I think Combank looks pretty damn good. I haven't been to the new... Um, Alliance, yeah, Alliance. Yeah, top stadium. Is it still called that? Yeah, it's still yeah. called Alliance. Okay, yeah. So I'd, I'd like very to go. Nice, but it's I'd, just big. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to get you've 40 got to fill in it. There. It definitely feels like oh, I don't know what that word is, but like it, it, it definitely feels like Cooper sort of matches more of that aesthetic of like yeah. say a European. Like yeah. if you were to go to a, yeah. you know, mid close to the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. No, I I love going to Cooper's. Yeah. I mean, I should probably get down a little bit more. Last game I saw was probably like. It was before the whole Iran Gunda run, unfortunately. So <laughs> yeah. if he's not bringing me back, then I don't know what will. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly no, right. I'll, I'll get about there a bit more. What a superstar. And Adelaide do have plenty of superstars. I want to talk to you guys because you guys both, I think for, for a lot of your followers, not all of them, but a lot of your followers would follow you both for your FIFA content, at least initially, yeah. right? Mm, yeah. But we've seen both of you make these transitions. And I wanted to talk to you about that today. Firstly, you, Stav, because we've seen you on during the World Cup on BN yeah. Sports, on SBS. But it started off, you'd say, FIFA content. Yeah, it was. Is that is that a ticket for people? I mean, we're looking at Will Still. He's yeah. over in Europe. Football manager was his yeah. ticket to being a great uh, manager doesn't even have his license yet yeah could this be something that football presenters creators commentators start off as fifa creators does that make sense 100 i think anything you can kind of gain an audience by yeah at the end of the day will always help you in the sense and then when you're talking fifa 
you're kind of talking like you are talking tactics you are mm. talking like you kind of are managing a kind of team yeah and especially like you would know if you do your long form youtube videos i was doing my twitch streaming mm. especially because you're talking live to an audience and interacting you get more comfortable behind the mic yeah. oh, in yeah. those time kind of instances and i guess like that's why i'm doing things like this now yeah. and then like i said you build an audience people that relate to you mm. then that's like how like that's how you buy tickets to things yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah. how can you buy someone into something if they don't relate to you if they don't look up to you that's almost right. so yeah. like of course it's an avenue for something yeah mm. obviously probably from a slightly you'd say maybe the generation before the youtube generation yeah, not yeah. so much the tiktok boom the youtube generation did you find that football was your tick because you just went to the qatar world cup and all these opportunities that have come your way have come through fifa right? true yeah i mean i guess i'm obviously a little bit lucky because i've, I've got like a management that look after me and obviously through them every now and again like something like that will pop up like yeah. uh I don't know if you've got a crypto sponsor or anything on this show. Am no, I? no, no. All right, talk any crypto. Pro fam, shout out to yeah. crypto.com or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah so sorted me out with some tickets. But yeah, no, that was that was an amazing experience. But prior to that, I mean, I don't know. It was so long ago. Every now and again, it was just like an email for me that would just like pop up. Like yeah. I'm talking like 2013, 14, uh, just get an email being like, hey, we want to send you here. We want to we want, we want, uh, want you to be a part of this or do that. And I think it was like 2017 when I started getting hit up by the FFA. Like we've got this competitive esports competition yeah. that we're going to set up in the e-league formed in 2018 i think yeah. it would have been yeah and that was probably the first real sort of like a sort of foray into commentating not actual football but you know the esports competition and hosting and getting in front of a camera and mm. I, I, like obviously i don't do it as much maybe these days i mean mm. probably being in adelaide is a little bit to do with that but like yeah. i love every opportunity i get to do that sort of thing so yeah but you flew in because we've done the fifa launch together on multiple yeah, occasions you yeah, with optus. right so you've, you've done that with optus and um and of course you've got your own podcast that talks football real football right mm. yeah so is that an avenue that you'd consider going down we've seen you commentate in the a-league would you consider commentary in real football or, or presenting or something more in, in in real football yeah i mean i totally would i mean like i i I, like I love commentating both, of course, the actual game itself and obviously the FIFA side of things. Yeah. But um, I would, yeah, I would say I actually got like an opportunity with me. It was presented to me and my co-commentator would have been um uh, another FIFA YouTuber, another Aussie now abroad, uh, Jared HD. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we were hit up and we were like, oh, do you guys want to? Then it was the FFA Cup. Mm. Do you want to commentate a game like one of the smaller games or something like that? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And like, we were kind of like thinking, oh, maybe this could be like a big thing of yeah. like, maybe this could be our transition to, we could be the new, I don't know, Brenton Speed or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. take over. Like, uh, nah, but um, I haven't actually really done like any sort of in like actual real world commentary just yet. But yeah. it's something that like, you know, you've got to obviously be quite researched and you've got to know what you're talking about if you're yeah. going to do it for sure. And I think a lot of, you know, it's actually mega underrated, just the research and the effort that actually goes into trying yeah. to study and everything. Yeah, so, uh, I notes. mean, like, I'd definitely be keen to do a little bit more of it in the future for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had the rare opportunity and I love it every time I do it. So yeah. Yeah, amazing. I've had the luxury of sitting next to Simon Hill when he commentates and you got to see the guy's notes, man. Mm -hmm. He goes old school pen and paper, yeah. which oh, I yeah. think I would like to too. I'm, I'm a bit like that, but man, I'm talking pages and his writing's tiny and it's and pages it's like and pages bunched in, on every it? player, yeah. on a player that may or may not come on from the bench, that 16 year old that probably won't feature. He's got to have notes on him just yeah. in case. And it's really cool, man. It's awesome. And I've, I've seen him commentate from here. I've seen him commentate remotely a Korean match. And he had research on every single player in mm. these in these, it's like, crazy in these two how, teams. It's, how they do it. It's insane. And even like how they, they catch like someone missing a goal. Like it's especially when you watch it live, like, yeah. you can kind of miss, oh, you scored that goal. Yeah, there. they get it. They, they know they? it every yeah. single time. Yeah, it's amazing. Would you I feel like your content has transitioned a little bit. You still do a fair bit of FIFA, yeah. but now it's a bit more real football, very Premier League focused. Yeah. Lots of Arsenal content. Of course, yeah. we know you're a diehard. You're wearing the Saka <laughs> shirt it. right here <laughs> as well. Best winger in the world. Best winger in the world is a big shout. Ah, <laughs> uh, look. It's well, a big theor shout. theoretically, who else are we talking about right now? Neymar's obviously Vinicius. in the clinic. Yeah. Vinicius, I think yeah. Vinicius is. Better. I think he's better than Saka. I would probably say he is. Man, I'd say 
Overall oh. player, I just feel like the way he can take a man, goals and assists, productive, drag this Arsenal side. Let's, do you, like I was going to say, do you think Saka is the driving force behind this title push? Or I, do you think I that think, might be maybe so like I Odegaard? Think, I think I Thomas think it, Partey is technically the best player in the okay. side. I think, but the three are Thomas Partey, Saka and Odegaard. Mm. The thing I love about Saka is that they've had him in this side mm. since Arteta's came in. Mm. So he was there through the dark times. Like he was still the driving force from back then. Sometimes like, so like Alan St. Maximin, he got taken, Newcastle got taken over. Yeah. Kind of thought he was going to be the guy that survived it. Right. Yeah. But he was the one that kind of fell out. Yeah. He has, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm stunned by that. Like, yeah. but obviously, I mean, like, we don't need to get it. But it's Newcastle. We're just trying to, you know, <laughs> cling on a top four. You're the ones fighting for a title. Yeah, but you guys came from nearly, you could have got relegated last year. And for you guys to take that turnaround so quickly. I wonder yeah. what happened in the middle to make that happen. I, I'm not sure. I, okay, we, our, our form <laughs> turned around. About $300 billion. Yeah, like, it was probably that as well. <laughs> but like, uh, no, the Eddie Howe. Eddie, like, literally, I, I, every Newcastle fan will say it's Eddie Howe. Yeah. Yes, we spent money. Yeah. Yes, we signed players that we otherwise never would have brought yeah. in. Yeah. But yeah. it was, it was trips first. Mm. Getting yeah. him in was the big signal of intent. That was like, only like 12 mil as well. Yeah, and yeah. for like, and he, like you know, he's like 31, 32 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. bringing him from Atletico Madrid or whatever, mm, he was massive. one of the top 10 and then everyone that followed after that. And like, yeah, yeah man, it was a minor miracle that we actually survived, let alone finish like where we did. It would have been like 13th or 12th. Yeah. Like from, we were dead set down. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy turnaround. I it thought they were gone last year. Yeah. I thought taken. we were gone yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. I wonder and what then, Steve uh, Bruce is thinking when he watches that team play now. Um, just on that point, we, yeah. you know, it is called Born Offside and yeah. we do say some stupid fucked up <laughs> shit on here. Um, we did say on the pod earlier this week, so we're talking about a story. I don't know if you saw some Arsenal fans we interviewed outside the Emirates and they were asked if they would let Martin Odegaard sleep with their missus yeah, if it that. meant winning the title. Yeah. Most of them said yes. Yeah. Would you say yes if you were in that situation? Come on. Of course you would. Right? You'd have to. Oh. But, then, like, no, but the way I liked it was that like, if a player from Arsenal had to, like, I feel like Odegaard would be this good. Is what we that's about. what I'm trying to say. Like, he, he's, he's like a timid bloke. Like, he wouldn't, like. So, so this is what we said yeah. on the pod, right? We had this conversation with Olan and Kat, and we yeah. said, what if you swapped out Martin Odegaard to change it with Thomas Party? I knew this oh, was Because that changed. I well, this well like, the reports of what Thomas Party may or may not have done Does that, prob yeah, okay, probably true. would not treat her well. Yeah. Say it was like Saliba, like a Gabriel. I don't know. Could I come back from that? Like, exactly. She right. might not be able to back. come back to me because exactly. of that. That's exactly. the thing. Whereas Martin Odegaard, you see, you know, they're a little yeah. Norwegian should be alright. He's a tight, yeah. tidy little player. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> exactly. I see where you're coming from, but uh, but at the same time, or Zinchenko, oh. you'd be sweet with yeah. Zinchenko as Z well. Zinchenko is actually a good shout. Yeah. Only, yeah. only because I feel like, in a weird way, Zinchenko seems like such a solid guy that yeah. I'd be like. Man, you know what, fine, just, 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 right, but just make sure you do it. Yeah, in and out, five minutes. Give her back in one piece. <laughs> Knock on the door and you're done. <laughs> I love it. Three pumps done. Finally, it took us, what, a few minutes to get offside. I loved it. I love the fact that we got there eventually. We're going to go there again now. A couple onside offsides from our episode earlier yeah. this week. I want to get your opinion because mm. you guys are footballing experts, whether you like it or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it started through FIFA. You are, right? You've got these massive audiences for a reason. The first one is the new goalkeeping rules on penalties. Oh, I hate it. Right, so goalkeepers cannot touch the post, the yeah. net, they cannot walk off their line, they cannot taunt the player, they can do none of this yeah. anymore. Rest in peace with the grey wiggle. Yeah. No, I can't believe it. <laughs> like, iconic moments like that, and not to mention Emmy Martin, is like, we're not going to yeah. get this anymore. Is that offside or what? Do you know what I hate is it how they do take away stuff like that? I know you mentioned it on the Rare Ferdinand podcast, mm -hmm. like VAR, centre-back can't be dirty, can't yeah. throw an elbow. It's like the sport is so robotic in this sense yeah. that the niggly side, the fun side, the sun, the side that makes it so interesting that yeah. the clips, like, like, how can you not love football when it does take those diagonal type of turns? Yeah. Yeah. When you start removing things like that, like, do you want know to piss me off about that as well? Yeah. The penalty taker has the advantage it's when taking a penalty. Right? It's supposed to be harder to save The keeper's going to try and narrow it down. And now it's just like, Harry Kane's a brilliant penalty taker. Now the keeper can't even do that. Yeah. Just, just have the, you know, the keeper just move to the side and put it in an open net. Oh, no. yeah. right. oh, no. like, oh, no. That's what's pissing me 
be off. I know. You, you, same same thoughts. Totally offside. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. no. I, I agree because like, again, the penalty take it can get away with so much. They can do a stutter <laughs> step. They can do this. They can do that. Uh, to, I, I don't know if they are allowed to talk yeah. smack, and the keeper just yeah. has to stand there and cop it. Stand on their line. You, before it's going to be like, oh, you can't even like move until yeah. they kick the ball. Pogba can crawl to a penalty. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, yeah, it can take like yeah. half a century yeah. to get and kick the ball. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, no I, I'm totally against it because yeah. again, I obviously, I mean. I don't know, obviously anyone listening to the podcast is not going to know what shirt I've got on, but I've got like an Argentina shirt on. So <laughs> yeah. again, that would not have happened without Emi Martinez, without his shithousery. So yeah. like, I, I'm totally for it. And again, arguably, we wouldn't have made the World Cup without that exactly. sort of shithousery yeah. as well. So yeah, exactly. Andy Redmayne, uh, look, yeah, I, I, I'm... Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm yeah. not, a, not a fan of the changes whatsoever. Because oh, we're just losing characters in football. Yeah. You know are. what I mean? Exactly. Like, we had Ron Aldinho. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're talking streets will never forget balls here. We're talking yeah, JJ like... JJ Ococha. Ococha. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Adele Tarrapt and yeah, people like yeah. that. Now it's like every single Youth Academy player is getting drilled into how to make... Like, like again, like sort of robotic, like make the mm. perfect parts, do the right move, everything. Yeah. There's mm. no personality and things like that. And again, if you... T- and we're now taking that away from even the goalkeepers now. Yeah. So... Spoken yeah. like a true football romantic. I'm the same. Oh, thank you. I'm the yeah. same. I'm the same. I like. I miss those flair plays. I don't care if it doesn't really uh, end up in as many goals or as many assists, but you put on a show, and that's what yeah. football's all about. It's an entertainment one. I'm glad you went there. You are wearing an Argentina shirt, mm-hmm. very much centered around that man, Lionel Messi. There was a conversation that happened on the pod this week, mm-hmm. and I want to get your opinion on whether this is onside or offside. Now, the conversation was that international goal records cannot be used when comparing Ronaldo and Messi. Let me explain why. Mm. Ronaldo is now in Saudi Arabia. He's returned to Portuguese yep. duty. He scored a double against Liechtenstein and a double against Luxembourg. Yep. He's grouped to qualify for the Euros. Slovakia, Bosnia, Iceland, Liechtenstein, Luxembourg. He will play all of them home and away. Messi's groups to qualify for any tournament mm. involves Brazil, Colombia, Chile, Peru, Uruguay, yep. Bolivia away, which is not as easy as Bolivia at home. Yep. And it's the same every single time. All that considered, 122 goals for Ronaldo, 99 goals for Messi. Do you think that argument... It's onside or offside? I think that's. I think it's onside. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously going to be biased because obviously I'm the Messi guy over the Ronaldo guy, yeah. but like I still have huge respect for both. Um, yeah, no, I think the. I think one of the big things is people look at like he, you know, Ronaldo. There's such a huge discrepancy in competitive goals yeah. between the two. Yeah. So I think obviously a lot of that is to do with um, the fact that like obviously the Nations League is coming and now yeah. suddenly these are considered. Competitive, like competitive yeah. yeah when it's just basically it's a re you know it's a glorified friendly tournament yeah. that they've yeah. restructured hey, hey Italy might win it so yeah. let's look oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, it's a big tournament trophy. right a big fair tournament. enough, fair enough. Right. Well, but regardless like the fact that they get considered as competitive when I'm like I'm not quite sure yeah. you know without this competition it's not a major competition or whatever it's not like the Euros or the World Cup mm. or whatever like so I just don't yeah he gets to play slightly easier teams and obviously the fact that like you know you got Latin America or just South America in general there's only like 10 or 11 teams yeah yeah so like and each and every one of those teams maybe they're not all sick like again you would think Bolivia is maybe the lowest down there but Mm. if you look at like FIFA rankings and everything like that Every single one of those South American teams is somewhat yeah. solid. And mm. There's they, no San Marino. There's no Gibraltar. Yeah. No, it, it, there is none of those like smaller nations yeah. that yeah. like it seems like weirdly enough like Ronaldo has like you said like a Luxembourg or yeah. a, uh, or who was the other Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Lithuania. So, like I don't even know. What's it? But like yeah, no, I, I I would agree. I would say that I was saying even before Messi won. Uh, the Copper America, I was saying that, and this was a bold thing to say back then, that I thought he did more for his country just by wow. just yeah. by the fact that he made so many more finals. I yeah. feel like Ronaldo's Euro 2006 run is, in the moment, was super special and people gave him praise, right, praise rightfully so. Yeah. But I think now people are starting to realise, oh, maybe he wasn't like as crazily yeah. good. Like, obviously, 
didn't play the final, no fault of his own, so not having a go at him there. Yeah. Only really scored one goal in the knockout stage. Yeah, and that was head off a corner. Yeah, yeah, like Wales. Yeah. And yeah. then um, he scored the two against, I think it was Hungary or something hat-trick like that. Hungary. Yeah, hat-trick against Hungary. Yeah, hat-trick. That was it in yeah. the groups. It was either hat-trick or a brace. I'm not quite sure. And, but like, and they, they came third in their group yeah, third three in their group, points. Three draws. The yeah. first, that was the first tournament that they ever had done it like that yeah. where they've got like kind of how they're going to have the World Cup now. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Some thirds. Yeah, thirds coming in. Yeah. Yeah, look, I would say... I would, I would say yes, but I'm not saying Messi's necessarily ahead in terms of the goals. I'd say yeah. it's about it's pretty, on an pretty even feel. For anyone that that uh, that just walked off to get a coffee, Masterbucks just shat on Cristiano Ronaldo's international record there. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the lead, he's the I'm leading, joking. right? He's still the leading goal no, scorer. In it, it doesn't incredible. matter how many, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. trying to be respectful to all no, the small no, yeah. matches, but like, it doesn't matter how Look. many farmers he scores against. It's fine. It's totally okay. It's totally okay. <laughs> They're both incredible, and I do agree with you that Messi's international record, especially since clinching the World Cup, is now mm. uh, you, you can't really compare to it. I want to ask you this one because I saw you put up a video about this, right? Yeah. Messi retired. Yeah, fantastic mm. footballer. Right, yeah. and you talk about personalities that went out of the mm. game. He's a great example of one. Yeah, overrated, underrated, or correctly rated, Mesut Ozil. Okay. because you've got a controversial opinion okay. for an Arsenal fan. Yeah, okay, Ozil overall career perfectly rated. Mm-hmm. I think in an Arsenal shirt, he is overrated okay. by Arsenal fans. I think okay. they hold him up to this esteem that he was a player that dragged Arsenal through games that yeah. other players let him down against, at times. Does this go against Jake's argument about like those I, beautiful players that I know maybe he doesn't yeah. have the goals and the assists but he was just so beautiful? He was so him. different. That's why when they compare the De Bruyne versus the Ozil, they're two different type of players. Where De Bruyne is almost robotic in this Pep yeah. Guardiola yep. system. Operates off the right, puts in a good cross. When he gets time, he'll take his shot. Where Ozil was, he could see a pass here and he would play it through there. He had that majestic touch on the ball. But in the sense that when Arsenal fans go... Oh, he, he was let down by the club. I look at him and I go, no, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Every single time he played a big six side, he would ghost in the game. And then when something yeah. happened, he'd throw his toys in his prem, cry. They'll lose the game and he would storm off to the sheds, wouldn't go and thank the fans. And mm, yeah. it was almost like he was so protected. A player that dragged Arsenal through the, those dark Alexis? times was yeah, Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He worked his ass off back yeah. and forth. He would win the ball like, yeah. as a forward. And when the times got tough, he could drag a game by himself where Ozil couldn't do that. Yeah. And I feel like Ozil just so cushioned in these arguments where... He wasn't great at times in an Arsenal shirt. So he was don't best him. at Real Madrid, wasn't he? 100% he was yeah, awesome. He was yeah. very good at Massive. Real Madrid. Him, Di Maria, and I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Cruz was still there at the time. Yeah, probably like, back then. Yeah, yeah, that was just such a sick yeah, midfield, yeah. man. And, and then Ronaldo. you just go and add Modric and Renault and just, oh my God, man. And do, uh, sorry, well, sorry, yeah. sorry to bite him, but I just wanted to think because it just came to my mind again. People almost go like, oh, he was playing with Giroud up top. But do you want to piss me off then? The next week is Giroud's the most underrated striker in the world. Like, <laughs> p- pick the argument you're going to use. Was yeah. Giroud underrated or was he shit because of Ozil? Like, yeah. I don't understand what argument you're going to choose here so choose yeah. one <laughs> yeah it's true can I ask yeah. um, the, the, I, I definitely agree that like Oza like when he first arrived or maybe yeah. a little into his first season at Arsenal he had like a little period maybe of a couple of months where he just went off absolutely yeah. off he got like a ridiculous amount of assists in yeah. a very short amount of time and he was like on record to double the assist yeah. record in the Prem or something and yes I do agree that he definitely dropped off because like how many seasons was he at Arsenal for? Like, he signed or, him in 2013-14 and then he left twenty. 2021 20, so it was, it was there for a while that's yeah. what I'm trying to say it doesn't even feel like he was there it doesn't and, off, and, and he had like off. one pretty good that was that 2016 season he got 19 assists top assistant but the thing is with that he had like first half of the season he got like 18 assists mm. yeah. second half of the season he got one and then he, he should have yeah. smashed it that's what, that's he should have smashed it that's what I was talking about about like yeah I understand from that point he kind of really slowed down a bit yeah. how much like how much of his uh like I don't know if it's big conspiracy stuff here, but like, mm. how much of it do you think was like he was getting really outspoken about what was happening to the Uyghurs and the and what was going on was, there? Because yeah. I will say in Qatar, 
when I went, I went to Spain versus Germany. Yeah. And I think he announced like his retirement or something like around or sort of at least from international football around the same time. And there was, there were literally guys outside of, I think it was the, um, I can't remember the name of the, the stadium exactly, but there were people outside of the stadium handing out pictures like, hundreds of pictures of Mesut Ozil's face and he was they were just trying to get yeah, it they love and they were him, saying right? just show the face yeah. show yeah. the face specifically because they, they spoke were, out for him yeah. because that was yeah. that he almost got frozen out of the club because right. yeah. Arsenal had ties because it was yeah, I think it was actually about um something happening with China the Muslims, yeah, yeah, the in, China. Muslims in China right? that's yeah. what it was and that's then right. Arsenal had ties to China yes. then yes. so then they're almost trying to silence him and then like it was like he was never getting posted on social media I was like yeah. he'd get brought up in the press conferences they'd hush it down mm. it was almost like he was injured he was out I think he came out saying he wasn't injured yeah type of thing. I remember yeah. that but, I remember that but that was the times where it was like Arsenal kind of fed into that narrative where like Ozil was like res- like should have been protected mm. where I kind of thought Arsenal might have, like they could have just like said it in a way where like okay like he, he just isn't great at the moment because yeah, at the end of the back end, he just he wasn't great. Like there yeah, were better yeah. options, and like yeah. at that time he was getting paid three hundred fifty grand a week. He wasn't one of the better players. Mm. Get him out of the club, free up the wages, and you bring in a Martin Odegaard. Mm. Like I said, he wins a Premier League for Arsenal mm. this season. He's achieved more in this season than Ozil ever did in an Arsenal shirt. It's true. I mean, so, maybe Ozil would have been an absolute world beater ten years before. Maybe yeah. he just the game just yeah. got too quick yeah. for him, and just because we know it's completely different now. You've got to be an athlete, no matter what position you're playing mm. in. Um, speaking of positions, and I know you guys have probably you probably would have played. Is Ozil is Ozil back in FIFA? Um, no, because because he got, he no, got no, taken he out of FIFA. No, at he's, one on point. FIFA. He's, he's on FIFA. He's on FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. Was he playing for like Fenerbahce? Yeah, Fenerbahce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he moved yeah. somewhere, yeah. another team in Turkey. Yeah, so oh, hopefully yeah. he got a card on FIFA. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So hopefully they don't take him out. But FIFA will no longer be FIFA. It'll be EA Sports yeah. FC mm-hmm. later this mm-hmm. year, right? But there's rumor that there'll still be a FIFA. Yeah. Johnny Infantino said FIFA will go ahead and create their own game. It's going to be an e game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Get 2K to get the rights, and it'll be exactly, and it'll be the best game ever, according to him. Now, a couple rumors coming out of the new FIFA. You guys do play a fair bit yourself. I want to get your opinions on it. The only rights that apparently they're going to lose this EA Sports FC is the FIFA World Cup. So yes. that could see the Ooh. return of a standalone World Cup game. Did you guys used to play those? Yeah, they're absolutely iconic. I think the uh, the 2010 yeah. South Africa one is by far and away like it's probably one of the best FIFA games ever, and yeah. it's only yes. just like a like a you know it's a standalone. So it's just yeah. its own small thing. So scene. good, yeah, yeah. And I'm, the soundtrack. The soundtrack oh, yeah. is just yeah. iconic. Like yeah. it is. I, I lost so much of my life playing. Like, just <laughs> specifically that game yeah, was crazy, man. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, there is chat about an online career mode. Is that something yeah. you dabble in? That's definitely something I dabble in. I think that's definitely something he would 100% Yeah, dabble. well, it's something we've been asking for for a really long time. I'm yeah. surprised that they haven't tried to indulge in it, considering yeah. how long... Because Madden people... do it, right? Yeah, uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've only played, like, a little bit of Madden, okay. but I think there are definitely other games out yeah. there that do have an online sort of... I think even, like, Football Manager, you can, like... You, you can. You can do... I remember us at... I think it was through Football Manager. We're in, we used to do it at school. Yeah. And in class, we used to set up... Working hard. So every, every, yeah. 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 yeah, my mom probably won't like it. Yeah. But we used to, everyone used to pick a team. Mm. And then the way it would work is that, like, you, you would play in, like, the league with it. Like, That's tell right. me you would not love that. Like, yeah, it's playing fit. Like, that all your sick. mates, like... Like, amazing. oh, bro, you got Arsenal. Of course you're top four. But, like, yeah. say, like, you're in Newcastle and you're taking your... Above sick. your mate who's Manchester United. Come on. That's like, that would be Like, that's what I would love. 100%. 100%. You win the league with, like, Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. week, you'd be talking about it for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. Bro, Peaknik stabbed that 2023 season. Best manager. If you're <laughs> Remember when Zaha <laughs> broke the Premier League goal scoring <laughs> record? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. We would absolutely love to see it. One thing that's close to being confirmed, and there's been a lot of leaks about it, is that we will have a women's career mode. Mm. now in the new game because there are a lot of new leagues that have been mm. added so that's awesome mm. we're going to make for some great content for you absolutely no doubt um, I wanted to ask you guys because now that there's no more FIFA mm-hmm. it'll be called EA Sports FC there have been other football games before I wanted to ask yeah. your opinion what is the best ever 
football video game that wasn't called FIFA? Oh, well, I mean, immediately I'm going and thinking of Pez, which I reckon if uh, I had to pin it down, I would, I would go a bit retro here and I'd maybe say Pez 05, Pez 06, but right. I might cheat. Is that with Adriano? Is that with the yeah, Adriano, Adriano, baby, yeah. 99 shot power. Yeah. I might cheat a little, or can I cheat a little yeah, bit? Yeah, of course you can. It is still an EA game. It is technically still FIFA, but it's not the FIFA title that you're used to. Okay. FIFA Street. FIFA Street. FIFA Street, FIFA Street amazing, I think, for me, is almost a tie for yeah. Pez 05, Pez 06, I reckon. Brilliant. Yeah. What about you, Steph? Did you I'm play anything else? Yeah, well, I'm not going to go down the console route. I'll okay. go through the iOS, the phone route. Okay. okay. I'm either going to go Dream League Soccer. I'm not okay. sure if you've ever heard of that yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of like Is an that you got the team. stars for doing stuff? No. Oh, that, that was game. Score. That's that another one. Score. score. Yeah. That was, yeah. oh, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you go through like iconic World Cup moments, like yes. Roberto Carlos's free oh, okay. kick, and then you had to like, yeah, that was sick. But Dream League Soccer was another one. It was almost like an ultimate team one, but you would sign players, you could upgrade them. And I just remember like old school memories of us all on the school bus on the way home and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, bro, yeah. versus you dream league soccer, yeah, it's connect, and yeah. versus, or head soccer, you play head soccer in yeah. class as yeah. well, like yeah. everyone would get on the one side of the keyboard yeah. and play you it. Know, yeah. I, I absolutely hate to show my age, but like you're only like like mid 20s or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So like, um, I'm a bit of a pension, unfortunately. I'll admit <laughs> yeah. it right now. This is an AA, it's going to turn into an AA, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. I'm like nearly. You're bringing the average age. Old. You're bringing the oh, average age. Up. So, I'm, the, I'm the age that I sell myself in career mode. So, um, yeah, no, that, like, I'm talking like back in the day, flash games. Like you come home from school, I'd be yeah. like maybe 11 or 12 years old. You yeah. load up this, you know, just like absolute brick of a computer, yeah. and you play like the flash games where you could like do penalties against the computer and stuff like yeah. that. It probably now that I think about it, almost like the first football games I ever played. Yeah, there not, was a, not there even was a game FIFA called Jumpers for Goalposts. Did you ever play that? That sounds super familiar. It was on those those flash games or whatever. It was unbelievable yeah. as well. You, you would have been too young for this yeah. stab, I reckon. But did you ever play Red Card? It was illegal in Australia. Illegal. Oh, yeah. Real? Did no, you ever play it? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, at least I can't picture it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pro here we go. Yeah, producer producer Nick played it so. Red card was, uh, you had to like download it legally, but basically it was his football game created and it was just like, there were no rules. So you could, you could headbutt, you could fight on the field. Oh, damn. You could like, yeah. And it was like so stupid. It would get to, just look it up, YouTube it, yeah. Google it if you can. And it was it, illegal. It got, so, yeah, it was banned. You couldn't buy it in any Australian stores. So you had to get like a download code or like burn it onto a disc. Um, but crazy game, ridiculous. Yeah. Like I had imagine like everything. young us just You could like literally, I'm pretty sure you could grab the nuts of your opposition if yeah, to, to oh, get okay. in front of it. It was, it was ridiculous. I could see like back in the day, Australia would just, they would shut down anything. anything. <laughs> and there was so. diving. I remember there was diving in the game oh, as well. So you could dive and win fouls. It was yeah. an unbelievable Dude, game. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the great, let's be real, it is the greatest franchise, FIFA. And yeah. uh, let's hope it does continue to do good things. Bit of a FIFA quiz for you. Too. Oh, okay. Right, we have two kings of okay. FIFA content in Australia. Let's see who's going to be the king of the born offside couch. So first, we're going back. Oh, we're going. What year were you born, Steph? Oh, two. Oh, <laughs> you you were young here. You were young here. Who joined Wayne Rooney on the cover of EA's FIFA 06? Are we buzzing in here? You could just yell out the answer if you know it. Kaka. Ronaldinho. Correct. It was oh, Ronaldinho. Let's go. Come on. It was Ronaldinho. It's one point for Master Bucks. Which release of EA's... Oh, you get, you get a guess each. If you don't get it right, I'll give you multiple okay. choice. Which, uh, so you'll go? No, no, as in like, have a, have a stab at yeah. it. Okay, okay. And if you're both wrong, then I'll oh, give then you some give us I'll give you Ah, some gotcha, gotcha. Right, which release of EA's FIFA had the tagline, this is the season? Hmm. God, I'm so lost. Am I, am I too, am I this too? is the season. And I had this like intro where it was like Sandy football 98. pitch. <gasps> No. Do you remember it? It was like, Sandy. it was like, wow, you've no, brought it was this like, up like, before. There was a gulp that that's wrong. Is it not oh, another one? FIFA 06. That's my guess. I said that too confidently. He's going to back me up now. It wasn't FIFA 06. Oh, no. Oh. I'm going to give you two options. 
Three options. Okay. It was 05, 07, or 08. I'm going to say 08. Sandy football pitch. It's got to be 05 then, I reckon. Oh, you're both wrong. It was 07. Oh! <laughs> FIFA 07. FIFA 07 had the tagline, this is the season. I could oh be wrong God. that it wasn't the Sandy oh, football no, no, pitch. No, like, I'm not, I I'm could not, be wrong. That's not in the question. I'm I just totally not questioning that. it, but like, I feel like it's terrible because FIFA 07 was probably like the one that I probably put Okay, before before yeah. it became a full-time you know job, reckon, the most time. I reckon I got the Sandy Football Pitch wrong. I reckon it was the one that had like real highlights in the intro. Yeah, that would have been 07. Uh, I yeah, I think, like I think I fucked you up there. That's, a, that's okay, mate. You're still up one. You're still up. You're still up. Damn, Which I out quizzed the quiz master. Yeah. What's going <laughs> on? This is unbelievable. I'm a nerd, bro. This is terrible. <laughs> so you should be. So you should be after all these years. Which release of FIFA first had a classic 11 that you could play as? A classic 11? Oh. They definitely had it from FIFA 12 on, so it's... God. Yeah, I'm think I'm thinking around like that, like FIFA 10, FIFA 11. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go FIFA. Actually, I'm gonna go FIFA 11. Mm-hmm. FIFA 11. I it, was thinking 11 as well, but I'll go. I'll go 10. I'll go 10. It was FIFA 06. It's been around oh, since wow. 06. Yeah, and it's wow. not in the game anymore. I don't think actually. Well, yeah, I think they got rid of the classic 11, and they. And they yeah. call it something. Um, they got like Adidas, Adidas, like yeah, Adidas yeah, All-Stars. yeah, Adidas All Stars current players, but I think they got rid yeah. of the classics and they added them to Ultimate Team. You know. Yeah. Um. Here's a random one. I don't know if any of you ever played this. Which was the first FIFA to debut on the Nintendo Wii? <laughs> on the Wii? Oh, God. When did did you have a Wii? Oh, eight. Correct. Yes. Well done. I played, you know, you're talking about like your World Cup. My World Cup game 2010 was on the Wii. Fair you enough. would wow. shake the controller to score. I still remember playing FIFA. Don't do away. that motion. I was, to about, me. To say, <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing there, mate? Like, that's to the Manchester United fans in my TikTok comments. Um, that sounds like you're playing like someone in the crowd doing like this. <laughs> no, but you would shake the controller to score. Wow. I remember okay. just playing on replay. I think Zlatan was at Inter those days in FIFA yeah. 08. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's see if we can get a winner here, right? All right. This is this. I'm expecting big things from you because I saw your recent TikTok. Okay. And it was about songs. Which FIFA had the title song, Nothing to Worry About by Peter Bjorn? Can you hear the song? I do. I can. Th- I'm just trying to picture uh, something to it. I feel like it's early tens. I know. Nah, this is early. Oh, man. Can you give us a range if, if that's okay? It's between 07 and 13. Oh, what? I don't think it's a. Al- I'm going to guess 11. I'm going to go 09. It was 10. Oh! Do <laughs> you have a tiebreaker question? It was FIFA 10. That's okay. We've got, we got, we got, okay. we got a tiebreaker question. Okay, here. okay. We've got a tiebreaker question here. Which is the first female player from Australia yeah. to appear on the cover of a FIFA game? Claire Simon. <gasps> Incorrect. Oh! I don't think it was Sam Kerr. I think it was... Oh. Catley? It was Steph Catley. Yeah! It Come was on, baby. Let's go. Correct. I think so. It was when they had three on the cover. Yeah, right? but wasn't it Cahill, her, and then Kai Simon? Steph Catley. Oh. I swear. Oh. Steph Catley is what I mean. Unless producer Shabs has gotten I'm going to double check that one. <laughs> I, I nah, nah, he's got it absolutely spot on. I'm good. I'm I good. think he's got it right. I remember Catley on the cover. Uh, brilliant, guys, from both of you. Brilliant effort. You both are kings of Australian FIFA content creation. And because of that, we're going to have a very special FIFA match. So for everyone listening on wherever you get your podcast, this is going to be the end of the special edition with Master Bucks and Nick Stab. But you should jump on our YouTube and check out this FIFA game because we're going to dive into everything Newcastle and Arsenal, which are your two passions. But let's say goodbye to our audio audience for now. See you later, guys. Thanks, Thanks, boys. Thank you, girls, as well.